<laughs> Another person that has the right intent, you can tell when you watch him perform that anyone else copying the jokes would people would get offended at is uh, our buddy Bill Malone. His jokes, if you watch him, oh, out of con- out of context, are super offensive. Like he gets people, the women that are helping, to applaud, and he goes, oh, "I'm just doing that," you know. So the blood goes to the chest, you know. I'm like, "Whoa!" But <laughs> him First saying time it. I met Bill Malone. He humped me like a dog, and he, <laughs> he shook this guy's hand. He shook this guy's hand. He comes up to me, he goes, "Oh, Doug Khan. He starts giving me the. <laughs> He doesn't know me, but yeah, this is Bill Malone, right? They're guys. They do magic. Magic. They are the magic guys. Pardon me. Here we are. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 69. Oh, yeah, 69, <laughs> the, greatest, the greatest number in the world. Uh, that We've number been... was designed to be funny, right? That's a we... little sexist. <laughs> oh, no. I'd hate to upset the prima donna magicians that come in our comment feed. <laughs> oh, boy. By the way, if you, think, started. if you think I'm talking about you, I am talking about you. Whiny little babies. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. <laughs> What's up, guys? I hope you're enjoying yourselves. It's a lovely time to be alive. We've got Doug Con in the building and then Johnny Norbido. Sat across, and then you've What's got up, your, gentlemen? Uh, and you've got the main reason you're here, right? Me, I'm here. Hey, oh, Josh, thanks. I have sad news, by the way. Uh, bear with me and don't get angry. Yuki already told me, and yeah, she's so cute, her. right? She was so upset about it. She was, <laughs> she was crying. She was so upset. I was like, really? Don't worry. What I was like, don't worry. Why not know? Is that so, why you sent so, her you know, away the, to Japan? Yeah, I was like, get the f- out of here. <laughs> No, so Yuki, my lovely wife, was washing dishes and then she accidentally dropped like the tray of dishes. And in amongst those dishes was my uh, Magic Guys mug, which, uh, mm. and then she was super upset about it. And I was like, don't be upset about it. Josh will get huh. Look how nice it is, too. Yeah. This is just a sign from the, from the merch gods to make new uh, merch. Yeah, we need to make a new one, the one with Doug on it. Bro. Right. So let's, uh, let's get on that. This is true. Jack Rhodes graphic working for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jack Rhodes for that beautiful thing. You know, Which, the by the way, he's was, been killing it. He's been making good content lately. He's been making the best content. Yeah, and I, I love it. Yeah, I love it. He's making it a series. The lie detector hat. It's great. It's, it's really great to watch. And uh, I noticed it. I saw that clip because uh, Jay shared it. Uh, on yeah, his yeah. I, on his I keep story. sharing his stuff because I like it. Yeah, you know, I promote. I like promoting magicians that are worthy of a like and share. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jason, Especially people's like, content. Or what, how do you I put it in my story. Yeah, I put it in my story and tagged him. Is and I put the cap- like you just share it to your stories? Is that what you do? Yeah, of course. Doug, yeah. it's like... Look, I do um, it to you too. I do it to you too. Sometimes I share you. your stuff. Thank you for that. Yeah. I, 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 but here's the thing. I'm, I'm pretty strict about what I share. So like yeah. if you post something and it's like, okay, then I'm yeah, probably not going to share it. I get it. But if you I'm post something and it's gold... I wasn't aware of the process for doing that. I'm not an Instagram fluent. Yeah, you put it in your story and then tag the person maybe leave a little caption there saying like yeah. follow this person if you want to see some quality magic obviously the person well. will will be grateful <clears throat> but the other thing was uh you know i've done it to josh too i've shared some of josh's stuff and i share you know i just share yeah. people that i like um but there are some people i just you know i don't bother sharing like, like the you know, magic they're, they're, guys right there's this mentalist um uh i would never share his stuff never what's his name <laughs> starts with an darren, darren brown <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, I won't. <laughs> I won't say it. <laughs> but anyway, um, 
Guys, uh, Doug is working on something special. Uh, can we talk about it? I'm talking about your little book. You, well, I shouldn't say little. That sounds condescending. No, no, oh, you mean my <laughs> your little my current lecture <laughs> offering? Yeah, trick talk. So uh, in, in January, I did a convention in Florida, and typically my lecture when I do a magic convention consists of a talk about street performing first half, and then I'll talk about uh, kind of creative close-up magic for the second half. Well, this event, the last one, people were just really interested in the TikTok stuff, you know, the short form video information. And when it's question time, that's all anyone wanted to talk about. So I'm taking a cue from my audience and I've developed a lecture. I just picked 10 topics. Here's the draft. Aaron brought it home. This is the final draft. So this is, that's what it looks like. Trick talk. And I got my puns in there. So yeah, nice. it's what I think are the 10 most important things. And then some If tricks. you guys want to quickly pause it and read it, you can actually Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a pre-sale this week. Does this thing work? At conjure.com. So late maybe Friday I'll have it online. I'm going to have 50 of them to sell. I'm not like looking to make a big money off it, but if you're interested in the if you're interested in the platforms, there's some information for you. There's not a lot out there, right? Yeah, I'm also writing a manuscript called Trick Talk 2. Great. That's great. Walking in the how, shadow how, of the con. <laughs> how to gain slightly more followers on TikTok than Doug know, Con. Here's the thing. Like, <laughs> slightly more? Double as much, Mo. Hey, yeah. hey. What do you think Eat some is? humble cake, all right? No, no. Just let me. Let I'm, me... The, I'm the king shit. <laughs> <laughs> if well, anything, that is what you are. I make these lecture notes, and then uh, they're really just in- intended to be kind of a souvenir for the attendees. I don't ever assume that a magician's going to buy and then actually read the material. That's crazy talk. I'm talking about <laughs> I read all will. the time. Some will. No. So I can say, but look, and then I, pre- I make these things. I get people say, hey, you're you going to sell those? And I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll sell them. And so that's what I'm doing. So that's why it's public knowledge at all. But it's really just a souvenir for the lecture attendees. I think it stands on its own. I think like a, a noob could pick it up and learn just the basic stuff. I'm going to do the crazy man's handcuffs. Yeah. Hey, Switchblades is part of the offering. You get a PDF with five tricks. Really? Some viral magic. Blades. Yeah, you get five magic tricks. All of them have gone viral. So that's part of the deal too. PDF. I think Switchblades is a bit too good for that manuscript. It really yeah. is. But again, no one's going to read should, that. You, know, you should really make that, that as a as a video download and sell it independently. I think that, that trick is too good for me. You know, I did that, but because it doesn't have the knives, it's kind of a weird situation. Maybe one day there's a universe where I find out how to make knives. And then I can do that. I'm pretty sure you could just have them ordered, right? You could order in a set of knives. I, I could if I had a clone to handle that situation, you know. Yeah, yeah Josh like will do it whole... for you. Then Josh can split the takings. All right. Good. All right. I'll have my people send you a contract in the morning. <clears throat> Sounds good. I'll wait for Aaron's email. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I told them at work she's going to part-time, and they're like, oh, no, you're mm. not. And she's like, oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> Oh, you want to talk about rings? I'm not yes, going to talk do. about rings. <laughs> no, I wanted to. Yeah, come on. Come on. Give it. You know, this podcast is not only about sharing talks about magic. It's also about being realistic when it comes to products, right? So you want, do what, want me to talk about the, the ring? I would love to hear your thoughts on a particular set of ring. Yeah. Set, set us up. So you tell us. Wait, let's, let's get the setup here. What's 11 I, inches? Let me see if I can do this without <laughs> exposure, right? 
So the rings I use, the linking rings, I have a few kinds I like. What are you handling there? The Maleros? I love yeah, the Maleros. These, these ones, these I love them. Are the Maleros. But then I'm looking for some, for an upgrade to a stage situation. I've, I've used the bumper rings for like 20 years, literally the same set. So I decided to upgrade, and I thought, well, maybe I'll try these new fancy. Uh, I'm going to call them the TCC rings. Mike Amar's name are attached to, attached to these. I'm not going to say they're the Amar rings because I just don't think they're like they deserve his name. They're not horrible, but they're not top tier rings. Let's see if I can do this without exposing them. Hey, at least they come with a nice bag. You know, the bag at least has multi-purpose use yeah. for other this things. This is obviously a thoughtfully produced product that just barely missed the mark. I mean, here, let's take a look at one. Ring. Aesthetically, they look good. <clears throat> if I'm yeah, honest, right. aesthetically they look good. <clears throat> right. Mm. Uh, so they're big, right? These are a hollow ring, right? So this is a five-ring set, which in my my pretty big hands is. Almost too much. And I can only imagine what this would be like if it was eight rings. So this is one of the reasons I just got the five ring set. But let me see if I can magically link two. There. And that's, hey. uh, that's one of the problems with these rings. When you magically link them, it kind of sounds duddy. duddy. Aye, uh, aye, aye. Especially if you're just listening to this podcast. I mean, here, I, I have some here. <laughs> these are the bumpers I use. Holy mackerel. Sorry about that. This is a mid-grade set of rings. It's not a pricey set of rings. This is the kind of tone you want. And when you spin them, this is a little. That's more of me mm. rocking the rings than anything. Yeah, yeah I don't let's, like it. Uh, the the sound is not good. You know what I use is I use the I use like eleven inch rings like this. I'm I'm doing one more sound test. Listen to oh, this. Yeah, go for this it. is the TCCs. One more sound test. Ay, ay, ay. It sounds like there's a problem. It's, it sounds like the metal coating is grating off as you spin it. <laughs> That's what it sounds like in my ears. I don't know if they're steel or not. I think they're stainless steel. I could be wrong. I'm not 100% sure. The last issue, if you handle the rings and you need your key ring to fit over a regular ring, it does not happen, even with great force. And now, for somebody who doesn't do... very important to me, and I know it's important to many magicians. And for someone who doesn't... doesn't God damn it, Doug. <laughs> for, those, for those who don't do rings that much like me, what should a ring set normally do in that situation? Like go over the whole ring or... I would assume there's people who don't care. And maybe, <laughs> maybe if, if it's not flexible, it doesn't matter. But in my routine, it's very, it very much matters that one ring passes over the other. There's a numerous reasons for that to be. Listen to this, Doug. Beautiful. That's what the bell tone, when you drop it and it goes ting, that's what you're. Yeah. Should, you know, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be like a beautiful sound, right? It's supposed to sound like music. Yeah. When you're doing the rings, it's not supposed to sound like clickety clack, clank, cling, 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 you know? I, I, like, I get the notion now that I'm looking way too late because Owen's Magic just closed. They made the best rings at $120 per ring, but they closed about a year ago. So these rings emulate the Owen's rings, and I guess now I have to go in the black market and look for Owen's linking rings. And in the interim, I'm just going to buy a backup set of the bumper rings I've had before. Anybody wants these, you get them at cost. Email me.
Yeah. I bet you give them to me for free. Someone will want them. You know. Yeah. Thanks, Zoltan. <laughs> but that sounded horrible on the podcast. Bring, bring, clangity, clang. Yeah, we're well, sorry about that. Just five minutes of clanging. Well, if anything, though, it just adds, uh, you know, flavor to the pod. You're right. It adds another depth. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's supposed to be like ASMR, but it's like the S is like, for shit. Like the kind <laughs> that keeps you awake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. But, yeah, so are we going to talk about these comments? Let's have a look. Can we pull them up on the screen? I want people to see this. I want to see what people think. <clears throat> no, Josh is not all about it. Uh, can you blur their names out, though? We don't want to shame people here. What? <laughs> are we talking about the thin-skinned magi of the world? Yeah, that's it. That's it, the sensitive little flowers. You know, it seems so, but- that the world in general is that way. More so than average. Well, it always comes down to that old adage. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but there will always be something to offend a PC correct piece of shit. I'm wondering how (laughs) in our radar, and and maybe you can just tune in and not suggest that we are kind of weird and a little bit, you know, sometimes we're not the most politically correct. Here's the, here's the thing, you know, you know, uh, political correctness is a weird thing to talk about, so I'm not going to go into it too much. But I will say that um, I think that people need to just chill out a bit when it comes to a little bit of humor. There's a, there's a, what is it, Ricky Gervais even says, there is nothing in the world that you cannot joke about so long as your intention is to be funny, right, is to have fun yeah. and be funny and make people laugh, right? It, obviously, there's a difference between making a joke that is deliberately intended to upset somebody, but I don't think saying, uh, you know, <laughs> if you if something happens to your kid, I'll help you to make a new one is particularly upsetting, right? I, you know, I, I find that difficult to find upsetting, in fact. If, if it was done at, a, say, a nice bistro or something like that, it'd be weird. But when you're in a, a street performer's environment... And there's a performance going on. Well, now it's a joke. Come on. <laughs> and for those listening who don't know what, what we're referencing, we had Joel, Joel Fenton on the podcast last week. And uh, we took a particular moment from that where he talked about a time a joke went wrong, took out a context, context and he got punched from, uh, from a spectator. And um, we put that clip up. And just because of that particular clip, you know, it has a funny joke in there. Um, that uh, yeah, that a few people just kind of took the wrong way, didn't see the context right, and that's what we're referencing. Like, you know, people being a little too sensitive. But I think took, you know, took the wrong way. I think they had to like commit to trying to find <laughs> the wrong way. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, these guys. Fair, this totally wasn't fair. something like where they that. were like, oh hey, that's pretty rude. No, they were like, these guys must have sat there and thought about it for a good while, and then gone, you know what? That could be offensive. Yeah, they ran but you know through what? Like scenarios and found the one. <clears throat> you know what I mean? But, and but you know what? Like it's fine. You know, everyone can have their opinion in whatever crazy way it is. So it's not like well, it's like comedy is subjective, not. right? What you know? Yeah. If, if you don't find a joke funny, then you're correct. If you find when a joke funny, then you're correct. You're listening to a podcast you know? with two street performers talking to another about a street performer's joke gone bad. Well, guess what? Sometimes that joke's going to be a little weird. You probably mm. know that coming in. You you bought the ticket, take the ride. And, and don't bitch about it. Come yeah. on. And he got punched in the face for it, so it's nothing to uh, 
that's worry comedy. about being continued. It's not like no one's listening to that and going, you know what? He got punched in the face for that joke. I'm going to start using that joke. You know, I'm pretty sure we're not <laughs> continuing the train of jokes here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh man, I would love to see. Uh, I would love to just see. You know, the other thing I found interesting though is that these same people, these same people, if they have such an issue with this particular joke, then they should hate Gazoo. <laughs> like, if they're like, oh, for oh sure, yeah, I like Gazoo. Sure. I like Gazoo. You know, it's let's like, not well, make it I about. I don't know if you can. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if look, you're allowed to now. <laughs> look, let, let's not make it about specific people that that you know didn't like the video because that you know they're still welcome. On the podcast, oh, I'm if you don't the like podcast, that joke, then you can't like Gazoo, right? For sure, yeah. That's all. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Mostly, you know, Gazoo's humor I'm not is insulting, right? Like I said, I haven't mentioned any names. <clears> obviously, <throat> I'm not going to do that. That would be silly. <laughs> yeah, but if I was to mention their names, it would be no I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, it's all good. You know what? I'm at the end of the day, I'm just thankful that like our podcast is uh, known enough to piss people off. That's actually a good thing. That's a great thing to have people care about what we're doing. I think you know? there was one of the comments that said, if you aren't upsetting someone, you're not trying hard enough. Did someone say that? That's true. It's, someone definitely said it. Yeah, if you're not upsetting people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, well, what I say is, uh, you know, if you don't ever offend someone with a joke, then you're just not funny. Like, def- you know, if you've never, ever said a joke that didn't land or like that wasn't, uh, you know, someone didn't get upset about, then you just are not a funny person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you can mm-hmm. just sit there and stay in the realm <clears throat> of like, you know, what's uh, what's your name? Oh, it's Josh. Oh, good memory. Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> But that's yeah, you, can, my act. you can live yeah. in you can live in that like kind of comedy if you want, but that's just uh that is just not funny. Yeah. <laughs> for those guys in the comments, chuck us some one liners and we'll uh we'll we'll rate them. And we'll yeah, we'll read chatting. them out. We'll read them yeah. out as long as they're not wildly inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. For those ones we'll get Doug to read out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. I'll do yeah, that with grandpa it. magic voice. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, can I say, Grandpa Grandpa Doug, uh you're trying for a team. I was very surprised. The reaction it got from your uh, from your grandchildren. I was going to title that video. Who says you can't do card tricks for kids? Yeah, and not just a card trick. Bloody triumph! Let it speak <laughs> uh, for itself. Yeah, essentially yeah. a shuffle trick, and uh, blew their mind. That was that was yeah, really think, impressive. Uh, you know, I think kids are smart these days, man. So I think like. If you were to do the triumph, like maybe like thirty years ago, it might be a different story. But kids these days are really smart, <laughs> really intelligent. Well, here's a worker's <laughs> tip: if you mm. if you notice in that routine, the card is her age, so it's not pick a card; it's how old are you. Mm. So it, that no. makes her not have to remember eight of spades. She did remember that, but I wasn't counting on it. You know what'll be great is that uh, Josh. You said we have uh, Eric coming on, right? I did, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So, in, a, in a non-public forum, I did tell you that. Well, I don't, I didn't say which one. It is. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. But it's, it's uh, you know, I, I can't wait to talk to him about uh, kids' magic because I know that he advocates it like a yeah. very high amount. Like he he believes that it's the avenue for magic. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I had I, not performed for my grandchildren that much. That material you're seeing is pretty fresh. Like they've not seen that stuff. So those are genuine reactions. And I was actually surprised at the level they were comprehending. You know? And you, you just made that a time uh, capsule as well. Jim, you know? Jim Flanagan, my bro, yep. it's supposed to be if Apple built a car, 
would it come with Windows? That's what that's what the joke was supposed to be, but you were close. So the answer you almost Jim, got it. You almost yeah, got it. The answer if Microsoft no. built a car, it would come with extra windows. You know, like yeah. come with spare windows in the back. But And there'd be problems, you'd have to upgrade it every month, you know. Oh, uh, here we go. Horrendous. Whatever. <laughs> Filthy Apple user. <laughs> <clears throat> Look, I am on an Apple right now, but I'm very much an Android enthusiast. I have two laptops. I have a Microsoft and a Apple. I have. I got uh, this yeah, I have two. just so I could do iOS magic tricks. It's the only hey. reason I got it. You know, I thought about after seeing all of these people doing like the you know like Siri name a card or whatever or. You know, I thought about getting it too. <laughs> I thought about buying all bunch you, just so I could do that. three apps that make it just nice. And some of the great apps are iOS only still. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Why can't they do both? Yeah. Have you ever seen the video of um, <laughs> Ricky Gervais jokes to offend people? <laughs> I mean, if you Have want you to get offended. <laughs> All you got to do seen is the video. No, <laughs> All right. I, can't, I can't repeat the joke on this forum. We're, we're not that, um, you know, we're not that old. We're not quite there. But yeah, holy yeah. Holy crap, man! That joke, funny, very. Funny. You should start another podcast that's called "Oh, You Thought That Was Offensive." <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a good. Uh, that would that'd be, be a good name for a podcast. Actually, <clears throat> I think you thought yeah. that was offensive. Try this. You can make that work. Great way yeah. to get us cancelled. You know, if you want to get triggered, culture, all you have to. Man. All you got to do is watch uh, one of Jimmy Carr's Netflix specials. That'll get you triggered. Oh, man. For sure. (laughs) My my stepson, we're driving the grandmother. We're going to the casino with my wife the other night. He's playing old Norm MacDonald comedy in the car. And this comedy starts off, I can't even talk about it. I'm like you, Jason. You can't repeat it on this forum, right? (laughs) My grandma in the back, and he's just letting it go. I'm like, boy, can we... Can we not have the blasphemy while grandma's in the backseat? <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Josh, what's your best one-liner? Go for it. Oh, you want me to talk about the Norm MacDonald blasphemy? I'm not going no, I'm there. talking Josh. I want to hear Josh do a okay, one-liner Josh. that's funny. I just goddamn heard one just the other day, too. That was uh, that was a little bit out there, but not whoa, crossing whoa. the line completely. Did you just use the Lord's name in vain, bro? On a public forum? What the heck? A guy can't pray on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, you use the name in vain, though. Like, prayer is one thing, but... There's a bad heroin joke in oh, there sorry. Oh, sorry, your name is Jason. <laughs> sorry, so I, got it, I got it confused. Ah, uh, yeah, just... <sighs> Jason Dam the other day. I, thought... <laughs> 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 I just Jason Dam the other day, I heard one. <clears throat> well, you know what I did, which was, uh, which was triggering, but not, you know, a one-liner, was... Uh, I emceed this big real estate conference uh, awards night on the weekend. And when you're reading a run sheet, you only have the moment you're reading it to figure out what the word is, like how to pronounce it. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, there are people from all different uh, suburbs. Walks of con- life. Um, Let's call it walks of life. For sure. And the different locations of these real estate offices are from all around Queensland and northern New South Wales. Anyway, one that I should have known is Warwick. It's a, a a town, Warwick, but it's spelt Warwick. Um, Warwick. Yeah. So for, for two hours, I'm saying Warwick. And then finally, this one lady comes up, you know, half drunk and she's like, just so you know, it's Warwick. 
And I'm just like, <laughs> God damn it. So then I, I probably whoa, just. Whoa, again with the blasphemy. I, you know, I wish I had some help earlier, but um, I had to just say, hey, guys, you know, I'm sorry for all the people out there in Warwick. It's Warwick. Let's party. And, it, you know, it's fine. But, uh, you, you know. You just said you had a speech impediment. <laughs> that is what I should have done. I mean, I did. I always say in advance. Sorry about that. With, I have a with, speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> with people's names, I always say in advance, like, just assume this is a drinking game. So every time I get a name wrong, you guys take a drink and then we can carry on. But, you know, the suburbs I should probably know. But I didn't know those ones. Yeah. You know what also happened? There's a problem with events. I don't know what also happened, but I'm sure you're about to tell me. When you're busking, do you ever get people's phones ringing? Not like they, not, and then they take a call and walk off. Not as often as you would think, but it does happen. Yes, and in that case, I have a whole thing that I do. So, yeah, and it, it's it's also a problem at events. So in the run sheet, it says like you specifically have to say in the housekeeping like. Let's make sure our phones are all put on silent, blah, blah, blah. But I learned this fun thing from our friend Nigel here in Brisbane, the memory guy. He MCs, you know, all sorts of events all year. And he does this thing where he has this ridiculous looking hat. It kind of looks like the hat that decides which house you go to in Harry Potter. <clears throat> and he goes, okay, put your phones on silent. If we hear it go off in this three-day conference, you have two options. One is you donate $50 to your favorite charity or two... You wear the hat for the for in the entirety of that you know segment for the day, and then he says. So obviously, the aim of this game is to call all your mates that are in here, hoping their phones are on. <laughs> you know, so it becomes a fun thing rather than a a negative. You know, do what you're told thing. So for this for this conference, I said you know fifty dollars for your favorite charity, or you have to come up on the dance floor and dance for our whole audience, right? Well, halfway through the conference, this one table starts screaming at me. And I'm like, I wish I could hear what you're saying, you know, because they're pretty far away. And then this one lady's like, his phone went off, his phone went off. And I was like, <clears throat> they made such a racket. I was like, oh, your phone went off. All right, get up here. And uh, I was like, I hope, was it a client at least? He's like, no, it was just an alarm. Um, but anyway, I made him do the, uh, the Macarena in front of uh, his whole you know, set of peers, and it was great. And then uh, no one else's phone rang the whole night. Nice. That's the reaction I was going for. Thank you, He's Jason. Good yes. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I had to go through a few sound effects there to find the clapping one. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was a, it was a really fun night, actually. I, I anyway, MCing is fun. I, I, I used to dread it or not really be into it but uh you can make a lot of fun out of it because everyone's just there to have a good time anyway so you know for example the, the some of the awards were like um people getting put into this elite status in the elders real estate and to be uh submitted into it you have to have like sold over a million dollars gross in um in houses or whatever so when i'm reading it i'm like million dollars gross geez must be nice i'm in the wrong profession you know and i would just make all these jokes about how rich these people are throughout the whole night and they and they loved it and no one um you know no one's gonna no get one upset a million dollars like that's true that's true but also no one's gonna get offended that you're saying they're too rich you know <laughs> so it was uh it was fun but we have a question you know just to be uh, clear hold on hold on when we're talking about people getting offended i once asked a person <clears> their name <throat> <laughs> in my show 
And then I nearly got into a punch-on with three of his friends because I asked for his name and he didn't like it. Well, I mean, how dare you? So, <laughs> so, so when it comes to like people being offended, I don't know that uh, I don't know that you should really dictate your life based around the possibility that you might offend somebody. Mm. You know what I mean, Doug? What do you do with yeah? So when phone the phone ringing? rings, you take it from them and you go, "Hey, what has uh, little balls yeah. and hangs upside down?" Oh, that's a joke. You fucked it up. I don't do that joke, no. man. You go, you go. It was a joke you go, about the You joke. take it from them and you go, you go uh, <clears throat> hey, what's up? How you going? Uh, so what has small balls and hangs down? It's a bat. <laughs> what has big balls and hangs up? <laughs> That's how you do it. That is funny. <laughs> that is funny. I don't do that. Yeah, I use that one. Yeah, I use that you, one. You were saying, and it's weird, the phones don't ring when busking. It's like that. Yeah, I find that funny too. It right? rarely I'm happens. I'm reflecting like, wow, that doesn't really happen. I don't recall you know, ever. You know, another one that's fun to do is if you get a, <laughs> if you get a girl, this is funny. <laughs> Obviously, it has to be the right woman. But if you get a girl, you can <laughs> be like, hey, what's up? Here's our reel for next week. <laughs> You go, hey, what's up? Oh, yeah, she's busy right now. She's dancing in the middle of Pitt Street Mall. Listen to the crowd. And then you get the crowd to cheer and you're like, do this. And then you go, oh, my God, she just took the bikini off. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so, yeah, you get to have fun like that. And then you just here's, one, on here's one for you to read out, Doug, from Jin Flanagan. Oh, sorry, he doesn't have his reading glasses on. Jace, do you want to read it? So, was your friend born with a photographic memory or did it take time to develop? Hey, it's funny. <laughs> I think there's like another one joke here too. It takes time to develop. Oh, wow. That was a double hit. <laughs> we Communist jokes aren't funny unless everyone gets them. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I like that one a lot. That's a good one. <laughs> All right, Jim Flanagan, I'll pay that one. That was funny. <laughs> Oh, we're doing pretty uh, good. We've had sexist jokes. We've got communist jokes. We've got some blasphemy going was, on what, tonight. We're pretty the well rounded joke? this evening. What was the sexist joke? I missed that. Well, that was um, Joel. That was Joel's work. Ah, uh, yeah. Joel, you sexist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Josh, one liner. Go. Let's hear it for the people. All right. A fire truck is actually a water truck. Yeah, you know, it's remarkable. My mom always said, "If I could make one person a day laugh, whoa, 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 one at a time, please." I'll sign everyone's autograph. Just, I'm not doing it again. I was just saying it was remarkable that you get hired as much as you do with comedy like that. Well, I don't get hired for my one-liners. Oh, all right. Tell us your two-liner then. You have to hire me. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. You have a sound effect for that. Just use the sound effect. All right. Thank you. Hey, that was pretty good. Thanks, bro. What was that? Was that a lip roll? Yeah. Was that a. Give us it again. A, a fart. fart. Yeah, that's what I wanted. I'm smiling too much now. I can't. You do it. Come on, give us a lip roll. It depends what Josh has kind been of learning how to beatbox, ladies and gentlemen, so he's got some pretty will, sick tunes. Will this be a showman, Josh? Will your beatbox skills be part of your... Yeah, that's... Thank you for the lead-in, Doug. Yes, showman, yeah. officialshowman.com. Um, that about. is... 
yeah, that is the reason for me spending all this time learning is because like, if I'm going to be in front of a bigger audience, I may as well learn some better beats than just, you know, what I learned in high school, you know? Yeah, okay. But the, uh, yeah, the, the sound Jason's talking about is this one. Oh, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. You're going crazy. I appreciate backwards. it. <clears throat> backwards is like... Uh, See the news story about the watery pillows? They're making headlines. Oh, hang on. Get it? No, I don't get it. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Man, how can I get offended if I don't understand the joke? Yeah, that is, that is true. <clears throat> that is true. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, Showman's like uh, three weeks away now. We're starting rehearsals this week. It's all becoming real. Super excited. Future shows are already starting to lock in for like later in the year. So we really have to nail these ones coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's actually so it's actually turning into something already. Like it's growing beyond just that initial release already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, uh, I and think all, the numbers. And all it took was a hundred magicians on the magicians forum to give you shit. <laughs> exactly right. If, if someone's not getting offended, <laughs> oh, it's no good. Yeah, it's amazing that they all got upset about it. Now you're killing it. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, you know, we've sold 800 Ooh, tickets bro. as of yesterday. Oh, you're getting savaged in the comment section here. Oh, <laughs> I like it, Jim. Jim's a good guy. How come yeah, we haven't Jim. had uh, Jim on you know the phone? Is he a friend you of yours? You know what I like or? about Jim? You know what I like about old mate Jim? He's Is he a friend? He's more of a paid, a paid acquaintance. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, he needs someone to water here? the flowers. Yeah, I get it. What's up, Jim? Good to see you. I don't know. <laughs> no, I like it. Um, what well, what the hell? We, oh yeah. So yeah, as of yesterday, Showman has sold eight hundred tickets um, for their for the five shows so far, which is not yet fifty percent capacity. But it's like that's crazy. I've never sold eight hundred tickets in my life, and so yeah, it's all looking all looking positive. Is there any COVID situation in the theaters there where are seating restricted in any way, or is it? Luckily, not. Yeah, luckily not. Luckily, it's 100%, you right. know, capacity laws yeah. is the right way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. What is so- it, Connor? <laughs> I have a fish that can break dance only for 20 seconds, though, and only once. Okay, I'm sorry. I brought that up. That was... I'm sorry I brought that up. Bro, don't be so mean to Connor. It's his first time commenting on this thing in a hot minute there. That's and true. Bring him down. Connor, that was... Good man, that was yeah. That's that you was know maybe one. next time you know just say something funny, but it was still good. It was good. <laughs> it's the enthusiasm we appreciate. That's what we like. I once had a fish that could break dance as well, Connor. You know, so you're not alone. Yeah, but anyway, so what else is happening with this thing then? <laughs> so you you got the you got the show coming up, and then you said you're booking more dates already. The show hasn't even happened yet. How are you? Somehow it's more a- already. I know. So somehow it's already a thing, you know, Chris and Mike nailed the, uh, the marketing of it, that it's already getting attention from other theaters because they're always looking for acts to book that are family friendly and, you know, easy to book because we're all in the same state, you know, so we just all travel well, together. It's not the like tour, you're bringing people. So they know, they know the venues to push, right? They say, I got a great show for you guys <clears throat> here. Let's- That's what right. The naked magicians, you know, are half of, the showman so like they've played in every theater already right. and 
and uh, yeah, so they know they're good, right? Yeah, so I guess it's like, I guess you get to ride on the coattails of the success of other magicians there, Josh. All day. Sounds that's, like you know, every that, magician that's, ex- that's, that's exactly through the history yeah. of time has done that. Hey, why do you think I'm on this podcast with two of the biggest relax, TikTok stars? Relax, Doug. I was just taking the piss out of old boy Josh here. Come on. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure his, his skin is thick for the jokes that are coming, you know, the, well, the sexist right. jokes. i got to make sure right. it's ready. I am latched on. Is a, is a two-paragraph oh, message saying that he's upset about the joke. <laughs> I am latched onto your, coat, your coattails, Jace. All right. Or your hair, rather. Your hair. Yeah, you can ride my hair. Yeah, I'll let you. Oh, again, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> just found out yesterday it's a family show do you have a mute button for chris that's a great question we don't have a we have a bet that uh it is chris who will ruin the experience <laughs> the for family us. friendly vibe <laughs> with a with a with a with, with a bad joke but um he can be surprisingly family friendly when he when he knows he has to be because uh he he was on toasted hey, tv so for, Josh, for years the truth comes out that breakdancing fish joke was yours connor god damn it that was between us <laughs> More blasphemy. Always <laughs> suspected that Josh wasn't funny. <laughs> uh, it just took until now for me to realize it. I've been found out. Connor, yeah, Connor. Love you, Connor. Thank you for right, that. So is he banned yet? Did you ban him? No, <laughs> <laughs> It's not banned. Can't be banned. Love watching <laughs> Doug's TikTok, you too, Jason. Oh, thank you. You're a dying oh. breed at this point. <laughs> I got a, I got a feeling oh, that you're thanks. insulting me here. I thanks, feel like I just thanks, got insulted. Jim. I'm not sure. No, I think <laughs> Josh over there. <laughs> I think it's a stab at me. I think that's what that is. Um, no, I love watching your TikToks, Josh. Like that one time you did that one. Hey, hey. Super. Um, what was it called? Yeah, that was a good one. I liked that one. Thank you. Super underrated. <laughs> Would you say underrated or properly rated? Oh, underrated for sure. Underrated. Okay. It's like Is that you because on he's your friend or? No, man. If you Josh had if you had never met Josh before and you had just seen one of his videos right now. Dude, hey, I've we watched were right. like hundreds of people take stabs at this magic short form crap. Josh is in the top tier. He deserves more recognition than he gets. I'm pretty well qualified. Josh, your work is strong. Hey. Don't think it's not. You know that's, that, right? Come on. That, that's going straight into my next promo video. Straight I appreciate it. the spank bank, that one. And, well, that's a given. That on replay. But I'm, <laughs> replay while he's relaxing. <laughs> you, know, you do unique things. It's interesting and good, right? It's shot well. You're a good-looking guy who presents his stuff clean and, you know, like if it's missing anything, I don't know. I wouldn't know what to tell you to do, man. Oh, you I got all robotic on us there, but... Do don't get uh, too wild up there, Doug. Does Josh own another shirt or does he just do laundry on Tuesdays? So that's a good question, um, mm. King Henry. The truth is I sent him that shirt in the mail with threat of death. If he doesn't wear it often, I'll kill him. So, There's some side bet going on here. you got to yeah, wear that shirt for 100 shows. Bet. Yeah. it's a, This is a watermelon shirt for, for those who aren't uh, visually watching this. And, yeah, you know, I just wear it as much as I can when uh, when I'm seeing Jason. I just want him to feel... Like we're together, even though he left me and went to Sydney. <laughs> so, you know, this is my way to because he would wear this shirt when he was here. You know, yep. But um, and as you can tell, obviously, because Josh over. and I are the same size, so he just wears that like my yeah. shirt. I just gave it to him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. all. Yeah. By the way, you don't wear those shirt, these kind of shirts, much anymore that I've seen. 
what, I'll tell the, you why. I can tell you. I can tell you why. I can tell you why. Okay. There is not. There is not a JJ's down here, so oh. I can't buy. I can't buy them. What? And uh, because I do so much street performing, <laughs> you know, typically the clothes just get ruined, man. You know, they get snagged on your table and ripped and all kinds of stuff. And so yeah, they just they just didn't last, and now they're gone. Uh, and I can't buy anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Do you have a an, an outfit you wear always? Like a street performing costume? Are you in a black t-shirt and jeans or what's your skin out there? That's it? Yeah. Pretty much what we see in all time. Whatever's comfortable. One of the things I've always loved about the street (laughs) is you can wear whatever you want. You can be the most dressed up dressy dresser, or you can dress like Jason and just do whatever you want. Yeah. I once, uh, I once dressed up naked once. Did you? No. And I was getting tacos yesterday. This girl walks by me, butt, butt naked in this parking lot. That, I've never seen that. That was such a weird event. Like, I don't know why I'm sharing this here, but it, you talk about walking around naked. I saw that yesterday. Was that before or after you decided to get tacos? Um, here's the weird part. I'm ordering the tacos. So my window's down and she comes walking by my driver's, my passenger side. I'm like, excuse me. I got to roll my window up. <laughs> wow. Wow, I don't wow, know if wow. they can see this situation. And then she he turns the corner and I'm like, well, there she goes. And I'm like, okay, I'd like nine tacos. She's and like, nine might- tacos. <laughs> Jeez. We have three, we have three mouths here and it's 89 cent taco day. What would you do? Would you oh, just fix? Oh man. Yeah. But that's a, that's us, Josh. That's like a dollar a taco. Yeah, they're, they're little tacos. <sighs> they're very, they're small. It's $9, bro. $9. Man, must like, be know, nice. Is that a Taco Bell? Did you go to Taco Bell? No, it's like their prices, but it's a real taco joint. So it's actually good tacos for cheap. It's only Sundays. Mm. That's our Sunday John. And now, now that I know I get a show when I go to the taco <laughs> joint, I'm going to go there all the time. She might have just now, been looking for her Uber, you know? She's like, God bless the mic. Don't worry. In honor of the 90s, of the 69th episode, uh, Josh and Doug will 69 right here, live on air. I'm not doing that. <laughs> wow. Wow. I feel this no? is a good place for a gay joke, but you know, you might offend someone. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, get over here. It, Come on, Jason. You're not <laughs> well, has any, has anyone done sponge tacos lately? Sponge tacos. Probably. I bet they're out there. Hmm. I never, I've never seen a sponge taco, to be honest. Maybe, maybe it's this. Uh, what do they make them out of? Sponge? Um, no, not sponge. Tacos? <laughs> Late- latex? Latex, that's it. There's probably latex tacos. No, there is a set of sponge and there's tacos. Another, there's, there's another. Also, there's also sponge uh, sushi, I think. Soon to be available at conjure.com. Well, you can get latex tacos <laughs> at adamandeve.com. Good. That's that's what we want. <laughs> what are we? What is this world coming to? Yeah, that's what we need. Another food that's uh, concealed in your hand. You know, the sponge donuts was the line for me. (laughs) I think that's about as far as I'm willing to go with sponge food. Yeah, see, they're fun. Sponge donut, and then I rip that into another one. It's just never ending donuts. That's awesome, right? But yeah, I think sponge tacos feels like it's two degrees from from the what Seinfeld sponge worthy line. It's what it's what they would call the two perfect theory, as John Rockerbomber pinned in the hierophant. Right, Josh, continuously stuff. split that donut like you own it. 
Like I own it. Like you. Yeah, because that's mine. Right? You took it from me before I left. This is believable. Uh, I, donut. I, I didn't take it from you. How many of those donuts you got there, bro? I've just. Oh I God. keep trying to get rid of them, and they just oh keep coming God. back. Yeah. Oh, you know what, what the what, hole what? in the middle of that donut? Yeah, baby. Like? What? <laughs> a hole in the middle of the donut. It looks like a linking ring. It looks like it looks like Doug's new linking rings. Ready? <laughs> ting, ting, ting. And if you take some scissors to that with a magnet, you got a new product for Murphy's. And you know what's good about these ones, Doug, is they're flexible enough to go through each other during the routine. It's <laughs> fantastic. You bastard. <laughs> Doug's like, I'll take, I'll take eight <laughs> to an eight, an eight yeah. winking sponge donut routine. I've been avoiding the donuts because a local Dusty Campbell uses them in his act. It's a great prop, and I just kind of avoid uh, yes. what the, Dusty the use. hits himself in the nods with the yeah. Ring. He's a funny Classic. guy. He does. He goes, I gotta take a. He goes, oh, hold on. Word from my sponsor. Oh, bro, don't tell, uh, don't tell the joke that he does in his show. Holy shit, we'll get canceled for sure. Hi, mom. <laughs> The word. Oh, it's my manager. It's my manager. Just, Hi, mom. Like a, he's like, all right, you ready? One, two. Oh, no, no I'm not doing that. You, I'm doing the joke. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have donut sneeze powder. It's a donut. donut. I'm not going to do Dusty's donut sneeze powder joke, but yeah, you are. he produces it, it in a sneeze. It's a great moment. Dusty Campbell, the NOLA magic clown. I hope you're watching. I'm sure you're not. What a talent. I love Dusty Campbell. One of the few good circle show magicians left in the world. Dude, he's a good guy too. Like it's so nice to have a good guy with good talent. Like he's just a he's a, a prince. <laughs> 69ing donuts, eh? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Jim's so, uh Jim's just enjoying his own separate <laughs> form of entertainment. Like <laughs> that, the podcast is the How podcast does that even work? How does that even work? That's inferring that the donut can also do something. It, uh, you know, yeah. some someone has to be the nine. You know what I mean? That 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 that's 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 dark, Jim. That's really dark. Have you let's, ever attacked? Let's what? talk about Dusty's joke. I think this is a good example of a street performer taking things, pushing the envelope, as I commented on. <clears throat> I want to talk about this. Which one, are, which one are we talking about? We're talking about the one where he hurts his hand multiple yeah, times. Yeah, so he bangs sets, his thumb. Oh, that so, hurts. Yeah, so, so for those of you that don't know. I think Doug was going to tell us, but anyway. Online. But the routine is that, yeah, he takes it like this and then, oh, oh, oh could, you, uh, could you blow on it? Oh, thank he you. blows a kiss. And then does it again. Does it again. Think, oh, my pinky. Oh, oh, oh could you blow, blow on that one too? Thank you. And then afterwards, like, all right, one last time. And then he misses. Oh, oh, and then he just walks over and he's like, oh, no, right okay, fair enough. <laughs> in the groin. He's like, yeah. he's like, oh, no, that's, he does, he does a double take. He goes, yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. no, that's silly. <laughs> that's silly, right? Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful joke. Right? It's very oh, yeah, funny. Yeah, right? And this, this is what happens out there. And it's okay, man. It's okay. People laugh at it every day. Yeah, I think oh, it's yeah. like picking your audience, right? Like, I mean, not only, not only that, I'm sure, I'm sure that there are times when he's like, maybe I won't do it this time, right? Like, Have you ever watched? He's like yeah. picked someone in his crowd. Yeah. And it's like maybe, maybe this isn't the person, right? Because like I have jokes like that too, where it's like, yeah, I'll make a joke. Like I do, I do one where I go, "What do you want, kid? Child support? Get out of here!" Yeah, you know, when yeah. they're like coming up close to the table, or I do another one where I go, "I'm still on probation." <laughs> 
you know, quite a dark <laughs> joke in in retrospect. But obviously, I pick my audience for this. Like, I'm not just going to mm. do that. You know, I've got like the lovely, you know, the lovely Christian family here, and the, you know what I mean. And then uh, I say a joke that's just not okay. You got, you got to pick your audience. It's very very careful. And yeah. I think after years of doing it, I'm sure that uh, Dusty knows exactly his audience. I wonder. I'll ask him if he's ever been punched. Maybe I'll get him on the podcast or hear stories. Ask him the other way. Has it ever turned out well for him? No, knowing him, he's a yeah. man whore, that one. Yeah, have yeah. you ever... Um... Okay, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I think it... it you know it what also they say, did... though? All good street performers have been punched before doing a street o- show. O- only the good ones. Yeah, Doug, have you ever been punched before doing <laughs> oh, a street show? I have room to grow still. <laughs> you know someone else who... If if you were to repeat his jokes, you, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be waiting here for you, Jason. He's like, I'm so, gonna fuck you up, Jason. <laughs> another person that has the right intent, you can tell when you watch him perform that anyone else copying the jokes would people would get offended at is uh, our buddy Bill Malone. His jokes, if you watch him, oh, out of con- out of context, are super offensive. Like he gets people, the women that are helping, to applaud. And he goes, oh, I'm just doing that, you know, so the blood goes to the chest, you know. I'm like, whoa. But <laughs> him first saying time it. I met Bill Malone, he humped me like a dog. And he, <laughs> he shook this guy's hand. He shook this guy's hand. He comes up to me. He goes, oh, Doug Kahn. He starts giving me the. What he doesn't wow. know me. But, yeah, this is Bill Malone, right? Wow. That's awesome. You know, and, he, and he'll say the joke of like, oh, and even Matt King that comes to mind. He's like, what, what does Matt King say? Uh. Gives him the rope, says, "All right, take your clothes off and tie me up." You know, all <laughs> yeah, that joke for the early part of my. There's also career. the old joke where yeah. it's like, um, where it's like, blow on the knot and it'll disappear. Blow on the knot and it'll be gone. It's actually where I. Jeez, got- it's not working. God, if, if I was that knot, I'd have been gone by now. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like an old, uh, it's like an old line, but it's like a very common one that I've seen before. In fact, our friend, uh, our friend, what's his name? Uh, Christopher Wayne does it in each show. In fact, he does even worse. He puts uh, I mean, the hat on their head. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. He presses himself right? naked yeah, against exactly. a woman from behind, and he's exactly. never had a complaint had about a complaint, that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That is insane. That actually is insane. <laughs> well, that's how but, you. you know, uh, that's that's how you know right you the right audience, right? Yeah. We'll see how that goes in this family show. There might be a complaint, but. Well, if he gets naked uh, and presses safe. himself against a member of the audience. Yeah. Yeah. In a family be, show. This girl will be like, that's my mom. You know, that could be an a issue. Recommended age for this show? <clears throat> printed recommendation? Uh, yeah. I think it's like 10 and up. How old are you, Doug? <laughs> At heart or physically? Physically, physically, yeah. 53. Yeah. Oh, sorry, bro. The cuff is 52. <sighs> sorry, bud. That's okay. Could you uh-huh. make an exception cheap for Doug, coffee Josh? at McDonald's. <laughs> what did you say, Jake? So could you make an exception for old mate Doug just this one time? Push the age restriction just to 53? We'll allow him. You know, a f- yeah, yeah, yeah. A, tick, a TikTok famous guy. If a little bit over, at least you have, you say, well, look, we recommended it for 10, and it's probably not a problem for a 10-year-old. Certainly not a modern 10-year-old, unless they're not on the internet. <laughs> what are we talking about still? Are we still gonna, are we still talking about him pressing himself naked against. Is that what I'm saying? 
Offending children in the theater. Oh, okay. Like jokes offending children. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. No, kids, are, kids are tough, man. Kids are tough. Yeah. In fact, kids kids are my toughest audience when it like comes to jokes. Like I'll I'll make jokes where I'm like, hey kid, do you like hospital food? Like, you know, like threatening <laughs> violence on these kids. And they'll they'll like come at me. They're like, yeah, bro. <laughs> and it's just like Jesus. <laughs> right? Like they're like the least sensitive, I think. Mm. They're they're tough as tough as nails. And I fucking love it. They're also not afraid to say stuff back to you. Exactly. So I think it's yeah, pretty yeah. hard to offend them. No, it's great. It's amazing. Elder. Every now and again, though, like I told you guys the story about that one time the kid cried in my show. You know, that little girl that was just being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't remember. Oh, wait. And the mom was like, how dare you or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like scowled at me. And I was like, hey, man, she's not my kid. <laughs> good. Yeah, good. <laughs> oh man you know what's the old saying if you uh if you don't raise uh what is it if you don't teach your kids men as someone else will that one mm. that old saying, so yeah. what 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 was the kid doing were they just yelling oh, grabbing stuff show? on my table and no i'm okay with yelling it's like mm. it's when they start coming up and like touching me and touching my stuff and you know like she was like grabbing shit off the table and i told her to stop man i was like polite for like a good good while there and then i wasn't you know i was like get the fuck back in line kid yeah, fair enough. Yeah. She was yeah, asking man. for it. You can only, yeah. Well, I also made a note of pointing to the mother and saying, hey, uh, you going to do anything about this or am I going to do something about this? <laughs> I was like, I was like, what happens next? Do you like tell your kid to get in line or do I have to like, <laughs> or am I about to embarrass this kid in front of a hundred people? <laughs> so, you know, the offer learned. was there. The offer was there. She didn't take it. And uh, sure enough, her kid cried. They both left and. The crowd loved it. They thought it was funny as. She learned an thought. important lesson. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. And Mom might let gonna... you get away with everything, but not everyone else will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Kids are brutal. Yes, Jim. Yes, Jim. Kids are brutal. Kids are pricks, man. Little assholes. So are street performers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. that's You know, it's like the perfect, uh, you know, I think street performing is the perfect venue you know when i approach my crowd i approach them with this mentality of like we're we're hanging out like we're friends we're hanging out i make a joke at you you make a joke at me it's beautiful man we're all just having a good time right and obviously there are lines that you don't cross like one one thing i don't do is i never touch anyone in my audience ever there's never a moment at all ever where i touch someone in my audience i agree with that i've seen those lines crossed plenty of times though man my buddy tom used to do the 360 he would put a girl on his shoulders and then do the 360 she would spin around while on his shoulders talk about not touching someone i've seen well, that's, yeah, that's, with women no, that's my i was saying i don't i don't ever touch someone <laughs> but here's like, here's my point okay the street is a great place where things like this can happen and it's okay. you're supposed to be buddies with them, right? Like a street performer. <laughs> like, why do you okay think for you? But then you can just walk away. You don't have to buy a ticket to it. You can just leave. Exactly. Yes, exactly. The other thing is as well is that um, you know, like I was saying, is that with street performers, you know, people really trust the street performers. Like they're, they're like really friends with street performers. Like I walk down the street and people will just come and hang out with me. They're like, oh, I saw your show. It's yeah. amazing. And they'll just sit with me and chat. Right. But when I do a gig, it's totally different. It's like, 
like they're still really polite and they enjoy it and stuff, but they won't like actively hang out with me after yeah. like after it. You know what I mean? Um, they're like, whereas like these people on the street will. They'll like seek me out. They'll 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 want to be like mates. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just very interesting. So, and I I hear the same the thing, but with gigs, but not with busking. Like people want to buy me a drink afterwards. I'll no, have, if I that's do not, stay. That's not becomes, what I'm talking you know, about. Though I'm talking about like. Uh, I'm talking about like these people will like find me on in, on Facebook and Instagram and stuff because they want to be mm. friends, right? Yeah. Does this happen to you as well? No, I'm just trying to say that I'm better at gigs than you are. That that wasn't subtly coming across. I got or? it. Well, okay. but, we both, but we both know that you're not though. No, but like for the viewers, <laughs> I got to have something on me, you know, that's all. I don't know why it has to be always <clears throat> about you though, Josh. <clears throat> <laughs> well, sometimes. You know, I don't know why I just any need a little love about you, you little baby. Yeah, Josh. Yeah, I'm good at gigs. Sorry, yeah. Josh. Jesus. Sorry, we weren't talking about you for three fucking minutes. Look, I, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not triggered, but I'm glad you're aware of it. So now we can uh, continue talking about me. It's good. Fucking baby. <laughs> you know what I yeah. like about you, Josh? Nothing. Not even the shirt that you sent me. Uh, you know, I do like no, but that's the shirt. That's not you. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. That's fair. Nah, I like it. Josh, I have a professional question to ask you. In your contract, do you have anything that has to do with weather and cancellation because of this? I Bog-related have a... events, inclement weather, etc. Yeah, I mean, I if the so in the performance agreement that I send to a client, they're they're telling me what the venue is and stuff, and I will always flag if it's an outdoor event. Do you have a wet weather plan? Because most clients do, and it's yeah. going to be, you know, in the building or whatever. But yeah, it, it specifically says like if the client cancels the event, then I'm not refunding you, but I will work with you to reschedule for another date. So but if that date's booked, we'll help you find someone to replace yeah, you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So that's what I do. Um, I don't say like, yeah, if it rains. <laughs> that's what I do too. Da, da, da. <laughs> yeah, I got my I got my performance agreement from Josh. I've got a so. potential booking tomorrow, and there's a tornado warning. <clears throat> so I'm like, she's like, I'm going to send you a contract, and I say, okay, but wow, t- tornado watch tomorrow. Are you aware of that? Yeah, that in the contract. Like, I'm not going to agree to something and then be expected to drive through a tornado to get to it. Yeah, just well, make I, sure um, you get I, a make sure you get a deposit first, Doug. <laughs> Yeah, I get paid fully up front. I get paid 100% up front, and then I do the gig. Do you really? 100%? 100%, yeah. So I won't do do the gig unless I'm 100%, yeah. I won't do the gig unless I'm 100% paid first. So for those magicians who are new or don't do this or whatever, same as Jace, I'll get – so I have an account that is only made for payments going in for gigs, and if I haven't done the gig yet, it'll stay there. It's a business account. Yeah, it'll stay there, and I it's won't the same pay myself. That I use for this as well, so thank you, James. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah, and and then payment will stay there, and then once I've done the gig, I will then pay myself, and I'll put X amount in tax, X amount in savings, X amount, you know, in my personal account. Yeah. Um, but but absolutely in my agreement as well, it says that a hundred percent of the payment has to be made before the um, performance date. Yeah, because it's also just so much easier to not have to follow up someone after the gig to get paid. That's true. And no one really ever cares to pay you beforehand. In fact, they'd rather have everything sorted before their event. So why not? 
Yeah. So I think about it like that too. Right? I also think it's just like protecting your business, right, Doug? Because at no, the end I of the would day, do that through a small deposit. You know, sometimes as little no, as ten percent. But that's not protecting your business though, because then if you go all the way up to that date and then they cancel, you got ten percent of a thousand, right? A hundred bucks. So you got screwed. Right. Whereas like the, the way that it the way that it locks in for me is that uh if I get all the way up to the day and then they cancel, well now they have the options to either rebook or just flat out cancel. And if they flat out cancel, I'm still paid. Right? Okay. So yeah. I'm not I'm not screwed. And I didn't have to like turn down other gigs. You know, because yeah. I was thinking this one would come through. Yeah, there's no, you know, each to their own. That you know, yeah. you can do it either way. But that this is just what you know. What I found works for me. That's what works for Jace. You know, uh, the other thing is though, is that it's easy. You know, Josh and I are saying this, but it's super easy to do it like this when you don't need it. Like so, for me, like with a gig, like I, I don't need to do a gig at all because yeah. my work in streets and stuff is far right. more than I need anyway. And so, if I do do a gig. And I charge X amount, and they say no. That's fine. I didn't. I yeah. Anyway, right. But if they say yes, then it's like great. Well, let's lock it in. But let's not like jiggle each other's marbles here. Let's like commit. Let's commit to it. Right. And make sure that it actually happens. And then so yeah, that's how that's how I handle it. So yeah, it's like super easy to to be like this when you don't need the gigs. But if you really I never need asked gigs, for full payment, just because I never thought to, I've always yeah, you know, yeah. asked for a deposit, but not a. You know, I never used to either, but Josh convinced me it was the way to go, and okay. I tried it. And, and ever since then, it's actually been amazing. Like, I, I would say it's actually yeah. secured bookings and got me rebooked because also they don't have to keep talking to you, right? You don't that have to chase simplifies them up. the on-site event procedure. You don't have to find the person in charge to get your check and yada yada. Yeah, yada. exactly. You yeah. don't have to chase chase anyone up. You just you right. are paid, and then you do the event, and then right. that's it. Right? But it it's comes beautiful. with it. It comes with a warning. You must be self-disciplined to not spend that money before the yeah, gig sure. because magicians that i know will whatever payment comes in that week is what they use to feed themselves that week right. so then when the gigs come they have no money for that week and it's like mm-hmm. it, that's super whacked so it just does come with that little that warning like put it somewhere separate you're not going to touch it okay yeah and on that i think that's a good note to end on what do you guys think that was value that was value. Thanks for coming to uh, episode 69. We hope you come again. Thanks for listening. It's time for us to disappear now. Disappear now. But we'll see you again on the next episode of The Magic Guys. Magic Guys.